broadcasting from the Stolen Droids Hangout and discussing everything that has been taking place in the geek world over the past 168 hours. Well, give or take, it's the Stolen Droids Podcast. Hello and welcome to Stolen Droids Podcast, episode number 240. I'm Schmitty. I'm Zoner. I'm Zook. We're back up to a, uh, three musketeers. Well, we're at 75%. We're good. Los tres amigos. I was going to say that other word, but we've learned in episodes past not to say that it has other connotations. Schmitty, glad to have you back, man. Zoner. Glad, glad you can still see. Yes, for <laughs> another twenty or 12 hours, maybe. Uh, I'm at least guaranteed to see after that when I get my cybernetic implants. Who knows? But that HUD will be pretty sweet. Let me know if people are a threat or not. Yeah, but his HMO could only afford the super low resolution 480 by 480 <laughs> HUD. So it's going to least if, if that doesn't work, you'll be you'll be blind and have anosmia. So that's <laughs> yeah. true. And my hearing is crap too. Well, it'll be like he's playing life in an Amiga. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I am having. Uh, corrective laser eye surgery done tomorrow so that's uh terrifying and i'm looking forward to all the volume they're gonna have to pump me full of before they can bring a laser anywhere near my face yeah at least it's gotten better than it did in years past hey before i get into how disgusting that was uh, shout out to our friends over at trekradio.net kryptonradio.com openbookaudio.com stitcher.com eagle moss limited and 4814 web hosting Remember, kids, that's 48 dot com, not 48 minus 14. Which is a number. That's kind of so, the yeah, same thing. <laughs> back in the day, they used to lower a small, tiny little suction cup down onto the surface of your eye, and then the laser scalpel would spin around that on the axis to try and get through the conjunctiva. Then it would pull back, thereby pulling the conjunctiva with it, allowing them access into your eye and they'd sedate your eye. So it wouldn't be jittering around like crazy, but you were conscious looking at this freak show happening to you. Like the oh, board I'll, was coming in. I'll be conscious. I'll be <laughs> valumed up, but I'll be conscious. And like- they are doing PRK. I could have the LASIK done where they do cut the flap in your eye. Uh-huh. But, but the doctor told me that he's actually seen instances where people that have that flap in their eye because it never heals have had their eyes actually pop out of their head so it's like flanders on that episode of the simpsons <laughs> where he says the surgery is great until 10 years later when your eyes fall out of your head yeah that's a possibility that's not a joke so i feel like i'm in the wrong podcast <laughs> yeah. welcome to eyeball medical talk so if in the future, some future episode, like months down the line, when we're all talking and suddenly Schmitty and I are screaming at the top of our lungs, <laughs> it's because Honor's eyes just popped out on camera. <laughs> that just sounds horrible. But, you know, it'll be kind of weird because I'll be looking most likely at my computer screen with my face. However, my eyes will be looking down. Like, literally down. Because they can't look up. Because uh, I got it. Out. I got it. No. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You gotcha. just you're not responding, and well, I was dead checking, silence is I not a good thing. I was checking our mailbox, uh, waiting for you to stop talking to see if anyone else called us. <laughs> you're like, just shut up already, Zoner. But I was no one did. For the punchline. Yeah. 
Um, we didn't get any feedback this last week, but I feel the need to bring up some feedback that no one has. Everyone's been very kind not to point out, but I'll fess up to it anyway. If you've listened in the past couple episodes, there's a very light whistle sound in the background of our audio. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Anyway, uh, that's not Zonner. It's called the absence of Schmitty. That's yes. <laughs> There's you, just a void. What you can't hear is the tumbleweed rolling by where he normally sits. Did we just wormhole there? No, no. Mm-hmm. We're right. just waiting for you to finish your thought. Well, you froze on screen. I thought we wormholed. No, no um, I just stayed really still. I, I I got a flu shot a couple weeks ago, and it does what flu shots do. It doesn't actually give you the flu, but it gives you many of the symptoms. And one of them for me is... um tighter nasal passages so occasionally when i've been breathing through my nose it whistles slightly now the problem is is that when we record we can't hear it because it's so slight and so quiet that it's not there it isn't until later on when i'm mastering the podcast and i kind of ramp up certain levels to make our voices sound all svelte and smooth um that all of a sudden there's this very annoying little whistle here and there so my apologies if you've picked up on it, if it's just been driving you insane in the car, or if it does now, now that I brought it up. Uh, but I will now try and be a mouth breather from here on out just for the sake of everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> okay, later. <laughs> Good hey, <enough>. ladies. <laughs> <laughs> An emphysemic <coughs> mouth breather. <laughs> Can the word emphysema be used as an ick, Schmitty? Um, sure. Why not? <laughs> sure. You know, today's the- rules of grammar, anything's possible, right? <laughs> because emphysema. Um, <laughs> hey, you know who would know about emphysema? The Chinese. Not yeah, really. They would. They actually would Colin probably- know about emphysema? Is that what killed him this week? Yes. Yes. Colin is dead from emphysema. Uh, from all that time trapped under a Midwestern hooker, uh, not hooker, stripper. <laughs> One does not denote the other. He was like he was like a single I, Chilean miner under there. I thought I, in Pennsylvania think, they're called escorts. I, I don't think that it was a, a stripper. I think that it was just a, a Midwestern cake filler. He, where's, this, where's this Midwestern? I thought he was in Pennsylvania. Well, he is oh, now. He is now. Oh. But he, he was in Illinois for quite a while for the wedding. Uh, you know, you know, he actually got hunted down by the uh, the Amish mafia. So that's scary. And because of his emphysema, he couldn't outrun them. Not even with their horses. <laughs> no, I was going to say, uh, our first headline actually comes from the world of Zoner hacks. Kind of. <laughs> Where am I compromised this week? Um, well, you remember when Anthem got hacked? I do remember that. Yeah, we do too, because you keep going on and on about it. Well, Anthem uh, got hacked, and a lot of people's information got stolen. 80 million people, actually. 80 million, yep. Yeah. I was one of them. Well, they've just completed their probe into this, and they believe they know where the hat came from, but they're not entirely sure why. It's China. Um, they want to steal business from an American health company? I don't know. <laughs> are, are they going to give me better rates? <laughs> we know we know you hate Obamacare. We give you red care. We think you love it. <laughs> you write your doctor, you keep your doctor. 
Wow. Are, are we like... Your doctor shipped off to prison life. camp. No, no doctor. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, it, it's true, though, because there have been a lot of healthcare-related um, security breaches in the past few years, and all of them have been linked back to China. And they believe that China's trying to ramp up their own healthcare system and get it running by early 2020, and that they're stealing information from us on how to do it. Which is stupid to me, because if you're going to learn about how to do healthcare, don't do it by copying the U.S. <laughs> well, haven't they heard of, you know, just asking? Because like if, if you're doing something, like if you're hacking in order to learn a system, couldn't you just ask? I mean, what, what's the worst that's going to happen? Them saying no, and then you have to Google it instead? Seriously, yeah, like... <laughs> I'm confused. Can't they access our Wikipedia? Because we share everything on there. <laughs> They even have the Chinese translation in Wikipedia. <laughs> now, this really is know. kind of confusing to me because, honestly, we do not have great health care here. It, it's one of those things that Zoner and Dr. Squishy and Schmitty and I all come from different backgrounds, and we all agree on the same thing, and that's our health care sucks. You know, it's a necessary evil. It needs to be overhauled. We don't agree on necessarily how to do it, but I think we can all agree that there are better countries to steal information on healthcare from than the U.S. You know, if I recall, Zook, I think you, Squishy, and I all came to the same conclusion of what needed to be done, which was terrifying to me. Yeah, it was like the end of days signal right there. Yeah, I mean, that right there, I looked up into the sky to see if there were four horsemen riding through it. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's got its issues. And, and no, Schmidt's absolutely right, though, because I think any country in the world, if the most enlightened secretary of health or whatever the Chinese uh, title for it is, came to like Sweden or Italy or France or the U.S. and said, we want better health care for our people. We are having problems figuring out how to do this. Can you share with us some of the things you've learned? I mean, really, who's going to say no? Well, you know, you've been on our watch list for human rights violations and for not taking care of the health of your people, but we're not going to give you this information that would totally help you t with the health of your people. Yeah. <laughs> now, I, I saw them, I saw them do it in in the uh the law not industry, the in the law realm or whatever. Like uh, when I was on jury duty, um a whole bunch of lawyers and firms from from I think it was Moldova or Moldova I can't remember the name of the country. I uh, came in just to observe the the court proceedings to learn how our court system worked. Um, probably wasn't the best venue for for learning because it was a really dry trial. But if if you if we can do it with our law system, why not do it with healthcare? That's, that's really the best way to learn whether or not it's it's the most efficient. And as system. we've all learned from watching The Martian. If we can keep politics out of it, we and the Chinese can get along just fine. They yeah. do, they donated that rocket to save Mark Watney. That's so nice of them. It is. And we put a Chinese astronaut on our next mission to Mars. That's the only reason? <laughs> Maybe. We still can't trust them, you know. They'll probably leave him up there. <laughs> He'll be the next Mark Watney. Yeah, I was going to say, wouldn't it be the first time they'd forgot somebody? Yeah. Um, except it hasn't happened yet because it's a fictional story in the future. Anyway. No, I, we don't know that. It's a documentary. 
that we that we retrieved from the future. Doctor Who brought it to us in his TARDIS. But uh, but <laughs> the the New World Order did scrub all the footage for any starfish and jellyfish. And Walmart. And Walmart, yes. Yeah, you guys need to do another SD files while we're on the subject. Um, <laughs> everything that's factually wrong with the Martian. <laughs> That'd be, that'd be cool. There's no holographic fields covering up the U, the uh, U.S. Mars base. Now, there is another possibility to this China hack, and that is that they were going after personal information. That seems, if it were anyone else, it would seem more likely, but being that it's China, it actually seems less likely. And I can't... Can't they just make up their own personal information? I mean, if they're looking for identities to steal... They can create all the numbers and crap they need to as Chinese government. Yeah, you know? I mean, you're, you're right, and that's one of the major reasons. If this was coming out of the Ukraine or out of Russia, it would be criminals, and they'd be trying to get your money. As it is, it's China. They're just trying to get corporate secrets. Maybe they're selling the, name, the information to Ukraine or Russia. Ukraine doesn't have any money. That's why they're stealing it from us. <laughs> Good point. Who else can I offend? Oh, how I about know. Europe? I think I think we're on a on a pretty good roll tonight so far. Europe um decided to vote. The EU voted on net neutrality. Though they didn't identify it as such, but they did say that they are in favor of having fast lanes and slow lanes of the internet. Now, this has been a long argument that we've gone on and on and on and on about. If you need a refresher, the idea is that certain parts of the internet would be, be fast. And other parts of the internet would just be meh. That's not a technical term. But the idea is is that certain parts of the internet must be kept clear of traffic wherever possible because it may carry higher priority uh, information. For instance, self-driving cars. You want your car to have free and clear access to the internet and not suddenly start buffering right as you drive into a wall. Oh, that would be awful. You're on the Autobahn, 120 miles an hour, and suddenly your car loses signal. Or the GPS drops you 50 feet from where you actually are off the road. <laughs> Which it does. Ingress does that to me all the time. I'm about to hack a portal, and suddenly I'm 50 feet away. I very rarely am on the road with Ingress, to be honest with you. You're very rarely on Ingress. Smurf. Anyway, anyone, every anyone who day, says that, man. anyone who says that they don't play Ingress while driving is lying and playing I, it wrong. <laughs> yeah, I, that is like the greatest like, temptation to get a distracted driving ticket out there. That's like worse than texting and driving. No, see, I, I don't worry about that. I worry that I'm going to get pulled over because I'm the creepy guy driving at 25 miles an hour through my town. Um, I'm the dude that parks in front of the church every day at 6.03 a.m. I just want to get closer to Jesus. Um, <laughs> Wedding any- camp isn't long enough to get to Jesus. <laughs> I don't think you can put a f- throw a field that far. Anywho. <laughs> yeah. Um, on one hand, we've talked about this before, and Schmitty and I kind of went back and forth. And if I remember correctly, while neither of us really agreed with it, we couldn't fault their logic either. Because if you think about it, voice over IP systems, you don't want that gummed up, right? If someone needs to call 911 and it's an E911 call, you want that to go through. And if it's a self-driving car, you don't want that crashing into you. 
but I still don't know quite how this sits because it seems like the wrong way to go about things. Yeah. I don't know. Have your thoughts changed on that, on that at all, Schmitty? Not, not really. I mean, I, on, on one side, uh, and I, I, th- I think I've always thought this way. I can't remember a year ago, but, uh, on, on one side, you know, you want, you don't want your, you know, gaming or whatever to be deemed, you know, lower priority. And then you get headshot because you're, you're lagging. <laughs> <laughs> but on the other priorities hand, yeah, you don't, you don't there, want that's, to, that's nice. <laughs> I mean, you don't want because everyone's gaming. You don't want someone's Cadillac to run into your your minivan, you know, full of kids. So, I mean, there, yeah, there's definitely two sides to it. But I mean, the internet's the internet. I I I think in the long run, bandwidth is is it keeps ramping up, and it might it might be a moot point. I mean. It's advancing as fast as we can shove things into it, so I don't know. Who knows? Or what? That's like a hard face palm there, Zook. What? I don't know. I just heard something wrong, but I'm not saying anything about it. Anywho, now the question is: is that this is Europe, okay? And technology is technology across the board, but Europe is a different culture than we are, especially in how we use technology and how much they have. Most places in Europe don't have quite the same speeds as we do. Some have a lot more, some have a lot less. So let's say it's, and this is for the entire EU. So let's say it's Greece, which may not be part of the EU much longer. Um, Greece doesn't have great internet. And so it would make sense for them to prioritize certain data over other data, right? They don't want Netflix killing everyone because no one can get through to 911 services. But do you think something like this would ever happen over here? Or is it like Schmitty says, and even if it does happen over here, it doesn't matter because our internet on average is fast enough to take it. Yeah. Well, you bring up a good point. I mean, I mean, I'm living in this life of bliss because 4G is so fast and so ubiquitous, ubiquitous wherever I go. Um, I never, I never experience a lag or, or lack of, of data. Um, but there, but you're right. There are places that don't have that. And so maybe, maybe something like this is needed in those areas when you have um, life important services, you know? So that's a good point. My GPS won't load on my car because my kids are playing Clash of Clans and it's just swamping (laughs) the 3G in the area. (laughs) I don't care if you're in a war. Um, Moving on (laughs) to an actual US one, and we talked about this last week, but it's passed another hurdle. CISA. It just passed the Senate. A little bit closer. Uh, what was the last one? Uh, 84 to 13, was it? Four, yeah, 14, I overwhelming. think. Overwhelming. <laughs> yeah, this this time it's still overwhelming, but a little less so. It was 74 to 21. Who's paying who? Seriously. <laughs> Why is it even rising like that? I don't know. Now, I actually saw something. We talked a little bit last week how some of these big internet companies are actually campaigning pretty hard against this bill i saw something earlier this week i don't know if you guys saw it or not but facebook was actually accused of secretly campaigning for this bill which makes sense the way that facebook likes to spy on everyone and mine their data and whatnot if yeah but facebook had publicly come out in the past and said they wouldn't ever you know and and urged other people yeah 
do we, do we have scumbag Zuckerberg here? Is that what this is? Because you know, I I don't know. I only saw a couple articles about it. Well, and what's it looks even- like they were. They were going behind closed doors trying to get this to go through. Even more alarming, you know, last week I pointed out that President Obama had previously vetoed anything like this, and he had publicly stated he would never allow anything like this to cross. Well, this time, he actually endorsed this particular bill back in August, and this is after shutting down CISPA, SOPA, PIPA, whatever all the other ones are. <laughs> yeah, empanada, you know. <laughs> Ooh, now I want an empanada. I know, I shouldn't have said that. I'm starving suddenly. (laughs) I mean, he could still veto it, but if he already endorsed it in August, I don't know. Is this just simply finally so well done that no one can tell what it actually is? Are we being overly paranoid because we've been burned so many times before? I don't know. You know me. Companies. Oh, sorry. One of you guys raise your hand. (laughs) Ooh, me, me. Okay, you know me. When it comes to the government, you you can't be overly cautious because they're going to screw you over. They're going to do what they can to screw us over, and I don't think that this bill is any exception to that. Yeah, and the way I see it is that it, this, I mean, sharing of information from private companies in, in, to the government isn't a new thing. It's been happening ever since private companies have been gathering information on us, and so this is just making it legal. I mean. It, They've been covering it up for years, and now they have this pass to say, oh, look, now we've got this bill. We can do whatever we want now. So, Plausible deniability kind of thing. Yeah. It's not our fault. The government makes us do it. Yeah. So Whatever, hmm. whatever makes helps them sleep better at night, right? <laughs> as long as you know I'm what? still sleeping better at Here, night. Here, I'll make it easy. U.S. government, you can have all my data. You can have all of it. Just don't make me ever pay taxes ever again. Here's a good trade-off. You yeah, ta- that's not going to happen. You take all, uh, you know, you pay me all my stuff. You you take care of everything for me, and you can have all of it. You know what? Though they already have it all, and they can still take your tax money. So why would they make that deal? <laughs> Shut up, <Yeah>. Zoner. <laughs> I'm just saying. Just saying. Hashtag Shut up, Zoner. <laughs> Um, okay, uh, into some other legislation. We're, we're jumping backwards a little bit. The DMCA, or was it the DMCA? No, the D, um, D, <laughs> yes, you're right, DMCA. Sorry, yes, the Digital Millennium Copyright Act. I, I suddenly became very unsure of myself. Um, I heard I, I heard YMCA. <laughs> yes, when the village people first came out with technology. Shortly after the time of Jesus. No, um, <laughs> but you know, it's a great place to go. The DMCA was exempted against mobile devices for a long time, specifically exempted. cell phones. Exempted. It's it's a totally correct way of using it. <laughs> it's totes legitly. <laughs> it's totes legitly used. Um, anywho. <laughs> oh my goodness, this episode. I, I need to sleep. I so need to sleep. It was a concern that a lot of cell phone manufacturers had because people had been jailbreaking and cracking their phones and hacking them and reprogramming them. And the DMCA was amended to say that was legal up to a certain time. Then it was suddenly that that time came up and it was suddenly illegal again. Then it was amended again. This has gone on back and forth, back and forth. 
what was it, like six months ago, eight months ago, when it was brought up that the DMCA also protected you from modding anything else you owned. The software in your car, um, DVD players, smartphones, um, all sorts of different things. The Librarian of Congress has decided, and for, for the record, I think it's entirely dumb that the DMCA guidelines are maintained by the Library of Congress. That makes no sense. That being said, they have amended it again and renewed it and expanded it. So there is now expanded protection of fair use, meaning that if you bought it, you can do whatever you want to it. Uh, Of course, this doesn't include uh, movie usage, music usage, uh, and evidently the DOJ's attempt to have Apple hack your phone for them. (laughs) Because that happens a lot. Yeah. You know, I think that the government is going to just pretty much utilize these laws as they see fit. You know, what they want to be exempt will be exempt. What they don't won't. And in the end, break out the tinfoil hat because you're going to need it. Yeah, I went there. Tinfoil hat and all. Now, there are some specific ones that mean a lot to us. Um, big ones up there. You can rip DVDs and Blu-rays to make remixes and analysis, meaning for like reviews. That's an important thing. Right now, if you want fair use, you have to keep it under 30 seconds, which is why a lot of review shows show like a five-second clip and then cut away so they don't get hit with copyright. Uh, you can preserve video games that have been discontinued or run multiplayer servers for systems that have since been abandoned. So if you really, really, really still love Half-Life, you can run a Half-Life server, despite the fact that the original Half-Life has since been discontinued. Hmm. So I can run a Doom 2 You could run server. Doom 2. Um, <laughs> Jedi Knight 2, Jedi Outcast, that had multiplayer. It sucked, but it had multiplayer. Um, yeah. You can jailbreak cell phones, tablets, other portable computing devices, so you can run third-party software or even operating systems it was never designed to, for. Uh, you can do security research and modification and repairs on cars, which is a huge one for the automotive industry. And it's going to be even bigger once those self-driving cars become more ubiquitous. Because I don't want people driving in modded cars. Yeah, that's, that's going to have to be mended again. <laughs> I don't know. So Yeah, I'm just curious how long until they flip it back to saying nope until they nope out of it i'd say at least a year two years maybe you think that long i think that long just because the bureaucracy will take that long pretty much and (laughs) until the next big thing comes out when the next big advancement in media or phones or cars or whatever all the different things that this applies to when that comes out and suddenly manufacturers are once again going whoa 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 we didn't want people to mess with this so fast this is ours As it is right now, the idea of jailbreaking a cell phone is old hat. But when it was first introduced, when the idea of jailbreaking a cell phone was introduced years ago, Apple threw a fit. But now it's kind of just accepted. They stopped fighting it. You know, Android, it's so so commonplace that one of the big ROM manufacturers is now an actual legitimate manufacturer of an operating system and an entire phone. Yeah. And it's becoming more commonplace to have to have tinkered <laughs> appliances or, or electronics. It's it's no longer um, something you do in the deep, dark dungeon of your basement. You know, it's it's out in the open. People are doing it. I mean, you're, you're, 
like like just like you said the i think it was the the one plus one comes with a cyanogen mod on it mm-hmm. you can buy modded xboxes now i mean it's and it's very very ubiquitous i use that word a lot i noticed yeah well this is our third time using it i used it on purpose because you used it earlier um, it's just a fun word anywho it's ubiquitous word <laughs> use of it is ubiquitous I think in about a year or so, people are going to start really hacking and modding the next generation of smartwatches. And it's going to throw Apple probably into the biggest tizzy of them all. Because I see wearables being the next hackable gadgets that we really start modifying. Hmm. I I agree. I agree. I think people are going to realize that, you know, it's running Android. I can do what I want with it. I can <laughs> I can make it do this or I can jailbreak my my Apple Watch $17,000 edition. So and I can play I Mario can, on it. Yes. Hack the watch I, so they can, so they can get that Rolex Rolex watch face on it. That Rolex doesn't want them to have. Maybe so can even read your heartbeat when you're not sitting dead still. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when you actually want to read your heart. <laughs> you know. Um, in but other- only if you're white, it doesn't work if you're not white. <laughs> it's the new Aryan edition, okay? No, that was a legitimate story. That's it was, why yeah, we've it, it's it. priced outside the range of black people at $100. That's not just me being racist. I mean, that was a legitimate story. It's I a know. watch that's racist. I know. I just like giving you a hard time. Um, so Kentucky is ruining things for us as they do. KY. Um, a guy was flying his drone in his neighborhood. And we've talked about this, and everyone's talked about this. And unfortunately, there's no clear set rules. But he was flying it around, having a great time, and his neighbor shot it out of the sky with a shotgun. Now, the neighbor claims the drone was on his property, it was hovering, it was flying well below the tree line, it was peeking in in people's windows and underneath their canopies, and when it got to his property, he shot it down. The drone operator claims it was well above 200 feet, it never got within range of the property, he never put it down that low, and he was never you know, going into people's windows or whatnot. And he even has video, he claims, shows that and proves it. Well, the judge that heard the case threw out all charges against the guy who shot it down. Charges such as reckless endangerment, wanton um, destruction, um, saying that his privacy was being breached and ergo he had every right to shoot it down. This causes a dangerous precedent. One, because as has previously been established by the FAA, you can't shoot down a drone. Even if it's over your house, you don't own the airspace. Now, we even have cited different things we've heard. At one point, the FAA said you don't own any air over your home, not even like a few inches above it. Another one said you had to be at least 80 feet from it, and then still another said at least 200 feet. I don't know about you guys, but frankly, I don't actually know what the number is. Well, I was talking to a coworker of mine who's very into the drone culture, for lack of a better term, and he said that they're current. Nobody knows what's going on. They're currently trying to write a bunch of laws that are going to require pilot licenses and all sorts of stuff for drone operators. But right now, nobody knows what's up because what 
inform or what rules, I guess you could say, regulations are out there are not very clear. And you've got instances like this where judges are dismissing charges and you've got other judges that aren't. You know, I see this starting to become a huge problem. Walmart, I don't know if you saw this or not, applied to the FAA to be able to fly drones. They're taking a page from Amazon and they want to use drones for delivery and whatnot. If you get, I mean, just imagine, they're in, where are they, Bentonville, Arkansas? You get a lot of guns down in Arkansas. You got drones buzzing everywhere. They're going to be getting shot down left and right, I'm thinking. Now, this is problematic for a few cases. One, this is now the precedent. This is now the base case that people can quote saying, no, he was right. He was totally in the right doing it. However, there may be more at work. See, Ars Technica interviewed the guy who shot it down and stated... And he stated that he wouldn't say, tell them anything, but the guys, the guy who, uh, what's his name? David, uh, Cobb, Hob. I have no idea. I've, I had it. Boggs, Boggs, David Boggs. Uh, he had it coming anyway. He's not a really nice guy. Ars Technica asked him to elaborate. He said, I won't, but you can find it. You've got the internet, right? Well, that got me thinking. So I spent a good part of today, um, researching that name and why people may not like him. And as best I can tell, the only David Boggs that people actively don't like and who happens to live in that area of Kentucky is an Arabian horse trainer and competition person. Uh, he trains and competes Arabian horses. He sells them. He takes tourists out on rides on them. And he's generally despised in a lot of the different communities for his treatment of animals. Now, I'm not saying this is the smoking gun. This is why he had everything gone wrong. But considering how the judge refused to even look at the footage, refused to look at the telemetry data, refused to even really talk to the, the drone operator, and just immediately cleared the shooter of any wrongdoing, I think it's a high probability this is a case of backwoods justice Prejudice. <laughs> uh, yeah, total prejudice against this th person who people in the community don't really like. This is OJ going to jail 10 years after he turned two people into Pez dispensers. Now, <laughs> that wow. that's what this wow, is. Wow, dude. <laughs> <laughs> now, that being said, it's really easy to get on the on the on the side of the drone operator. Oh my gosh, he's just such he's been so wronged by this. And the problem is is that the guy who shot it down pointed out that there's no proof that the video provided of him flying around at 200 feet is the video of that incident. And he's right. Also, the video that was provided was put up on YouTube and has since been made private and marked for offline usage. Now, that would make sense if it was part of an ongoing investigation and it had been subpoenaed. But if the judge threw it out and never accepted it, that makes less sense. Well, they may be saving it, though, too, for appeal. It just, it, well, it, it still raises questions. If he's on the up and up, why is it suddenly gone? It, it, we don't know. We don't know. It's a very much he said, she said, or he said, he said, backwards prejudice case, you know, bad blood between neighbors, all this stuff. The problem is, is that it ruins it for the rest of us. Because, again, as I pointed out, whatever is the final decision goes down as legal precedent and can be used in any subsequent case yeah well and, and as we as we've seen so abundant in in human history is that most 
of the uh, very restrictive laws that we have are because of stupid people <laughs> doing stupid things, right? Pouring coffee on themselves or, you know, texting while driving, whatever, whatever you have. Um, ingress while driving, maybe. <laughs> and the law doesn't say don't ingress while driving. <laughs> but um, so, I mean, it, it's it's just a matter of time before a whole bunch of idiot drone operators fly drones over houses and, um, I, I mean, breaking common sense rules and forcing the government to, to make all these restrictions on drone flight just because a few people didn't follow common sense. To me, it's common sense that you wouldn't fly anything over someone's personal property that low. Uh, you know, I mean, it's, so it's... I totally agree. I would also point out, it is probably common sense, at least to me, not to wantonly shoot at things. That's true, too. <laughs> Just saying. Yeah. You know, guy comes up to my door. I didn't invite him. I don't know who he is. He looks kind of suspicious. I'm going to freaking shoot him. He's I can. He's in my airspace. <laughs> yeah, he's in my airspace. Well, technically, he's at my door. He's on my property. I can shoot him. He's the FedEx guy, um, you know, delivering a couple more Fe- Eagle Moss ships for me. But I didn't know that. Yeah, that was a bomb. <laughs> don't go around randomly shooting things. I'm just saying. Unless it's a zombie apocalypse or robot apocalypse. Well, and even with, then, you've got to conserve your ammo. Yeah, machete. Yeah. You can machete them. Um, Headbutt first. <laughs> now, what's really funny is I remember another case, and I wish I had thought of this before we started recording because I'm sure I could go back and find it. But there was another case where someone tried suing a drone operator, saying he felt harassed by having the drone fly near them. It was high up, mm. but it was near them, and a judge ruled that just flying a drone does not give you the right to shoot it down or take action against the drone operator that you are feeling harassed. You are not it, in danger. Was that the one on the beach? I think so. Yeah, yeah, that's that's public property. Yeah, that that drone operator was doing nothing wrong. I, in my book. Anyway. So, so evidently uh, the difference is, is that it's okay to feel harassed and threatened when it's 200 feet above your property, but not when it's not. See, it's all very nebulous. I don't like this at all. Yeah. Thanks, Kentucky. <laughs> um, here's some exciting news for us. Oh, well, maybe for other people too. Um, in 2005, iTunes first came out with the ability to support podcasts directly in the client. Uh, by doing that, it also meant that you could download podcasts directly to your iPod. Two years before anyone knew what a podcast was. <laughs> Precisely. Um, now, it, now it's 2015. It's 10 years later. Google Play Music is finally joining. You can, they're, they haven't released it yet. But they will be releasing podcasts through Google Play Music. I think that's awesome. It, they're building up their database right now, their podcast database. Yeah. So um, now we have submitted all of ours. So hopefully, when it launches, you'll be able to find all of our fine shows there. But this is cool for another reason. See, I can't download podcasts on the go; they're usually too large, so I have to wait till I'm on Wi-Fi. But Google Play doesn't count against a Google play music doesn't count against my data usage on T-Mobile. So once this happens, I can start streaming my podcast anywhere I am and not have it count against my data cap. Which is awesome. (laughs) 
especially for those two-hour-long podcasts. <laughs> yeah, all you people with two-hour-long podcasts, stop it. Please. I beg of you. <laughs> we did. We stopped. Come on. Yeah, you. if we stopped, you can stop. <laughs> Should we stage an intervention? <laughs> WWSDD. What would stolen droids do? <laughs> Probably embarrass themselves. Tear down Blackberry. That's what we do. Yes. Well, neither of those answers are really helpful in this situation. <laughs> Offend all listeners. <laughs> um, also in the mobile music area, I don't even know what to call that industry. So Apple Music, right? They have their new subscription service. And it's going to Android and to iOS, which is great. That's fine. The problem is, is that certain features in Apple Music are directly tied into Siri, which means that if you don't subscribe to Apple Music, your iOS device may suddenly lose some Siri functions because of that. Yeah, Siri's not going to give you information unless you pony up. <laughs> yeah. Not all uh, information is free, like Wikipedia teaches us. Like, okay, so an example that uh, Pocket Now gives is Siri, what was the number one song in the U.S. in March 1983? She responds back, sorry, I can't look up the music charts for you. You don't seem to be subscribed to Apple Music. I'm now, the funny thing is, that's like easily accessible information. Just Google it, you know? I'm, I'm curious here. Hey, Cortana, what was the number one song in the U.S. in March 1983? Let's see what she says. Oh, hey, look, it's right there. <laughs> Billy Jean, Michael Jackson. Yeah. And you don't need to pay her. She's oh, you cheap. Didn't, you didn't get the paywall? I had to put in my PayPal ID. And <laughs> <laughs> I just always enter Zoner's information for that. Oh, nice. Well, most people do. Every site I go to. <laughs> that's, yeah, so, oh, my gosh. That's what all the identity hacks have been for. It's to <laughs> bypass porn paywalls. <laughs> There you go. We're using your healthcare identification to get into porn. And Good. Wall Street Journal. You know, I hate that paywall. Oh, gee. <laughs> now, this seems... I've been saying this a lot the past few weeks, but I seem to be on a roll this way. It seems like the wrong way to go about things. Wouldn't it be make more sense to say, here, let me get that information for you, and it opens Apple Music. And if you're not a subscriber, it says, wouldn't you like to subscribe? Rather than Siri just plain shutting you down. Or, you know, putting the search query into a search engine. That too. I mean, even if you, so, so if you're, if you're subscribed to Apple Music, yeah, get the information right away. If not, default to the browser and just search for it. I mean, that's what Cortana does when she doesn't know what you're talking about. She just Googles it for, well, bings it for you. So, I mean, why can't Siri do that? Yeah. Um, again, as Pocketnow points out, and I think they put it very well here. It's what we've been saying as well, but you're f still free to look up the answer via web search yourself. But don't services like Siri exist expressly so we don't have to manually do that? Yeah. Exactly. Again, I just think it's the wrong way to do it. Yeah. Um, okay. Into game news. And we haven't done this for a while. We haven't had game news to talk about. So this is kind of cool. Um, first up, let's go with uh, something that completely doesn't relate to Schmitty. <laughs> See? 
Because it's not Halo 5. Well, no, because he has a lot of RAM. Schmitty, how much RAM do you have? Exactly 32 gigabytes of RAM. Oh, okay. And I'm only using two and a half of it right now. I have 29 and a half gigabytes of RAM free to do whatever I want. I could be playing a game right now if I wanted to. Maybe. Probably not this one. <laughs> See, um, a few, what is it, four months ago, um, Batman Arkham Knight was launched on PC. And it was so horrible, so bad, so broken, that it was immediately pulled. It was quite literally unplayable. Which is a bad note to end a series on. Well, uh, we should we should note that's just the PC version that was pulled, not the console, console versions. Oh yeah, you know you're absolutely right. Um, but they've been retooling it, they've been fixing bugs, they've been working on it as hard as they can, um, and they re-released it. It's also still having problems, like the exact same problems. Their statement says we are still working with our GPU partners to add full support for SLI and Crossfire. Um. Well, okay, but this is a top-level game. Shouldn't you have launched with that support? Um, also, it's still having problems under Windows 10, which is, as the numbers have been showing, is becoming increasingly prominent in the industry. Quote, for Windows 10 users, we found that having at least 12 gigs of system RAM on a PC allows the game to operate without paging it and provides a smoother gameplay experience, end quote. Hey, guess what? 12 gigs of RAM provides a pretty smooth experience for... Everything. Folding at home isn't such a problem when you have 12 gigs of RAM. <laughs> That's supercomputer status. Yeah. The 12 gigs of RAM means you can do video editing while playing a video game. <laughs> That's true. ridiculous. Well, I can kind of understand them saying, you know, Windows 10 having issues. Windows 10 is relatively new. However... There's been developer and beta builds out there for, what, like a year? So that's not a very strong excuse. But yeah, this 12 gigs of RAM, that's garbage, man. Maybe they never QA'd it on a Windows 10 device. Maybe they were always running it on Windows 8.1. Well, and that is kind of confusing to me because I, my personal experience, and I realize this isn't for everyone, but my personal experience has been that if it ran on Windows 8.1, then it runs on Windows 10. If it ran really well on 8.1, it should run about the same on 10. And if it didn't run very well at all, then it doesn't run very well on 10. But that's my personal experience. In in most cases, yes. But they do run different uh, graphic decoders. Uh, I'm trying to remember the name for it. I, my brain is mush right now. But uh, Windows 10 does use a different style of or type of graphic decoding which has put a lot of the uh, graphic card manufacturers in in a rut trying to get drivers out. A lot of the drivers that are still trying to, that manufacturers are trying to update still can't keep up with what what Windows 10 is trying to, to offer. So there are some games that still can't run on Windows 10. And, and in order to get over that hurdle, they're trying to push more of their graphic processing into RAM, like what, Arkham City is trying to do. Sorry, yeah. Arkham Knight. No, no, I, I get you. I still think, though, that Zoner has the best point here when saying, this isn't a surprise. We've known 10 is coming out for a while. The developer build's been available for a while. And they knew that they were making this game. Why is it so bad? 
I don't know. Did EA make it? No. <laughs> no, EA did not. No, I think it's... what it is it? Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers and Rocksteady, isn't it? Yeah, I think it's Rocksteady that did it with Warner Brothers, yeah. But, you know, I see that all the time in my career with managing beta tests where we'll have a client come and say, we've got this software or hardware or whatever that ties into this mobile app. And then... Apple or or Android will come out with a new version of their operating system. And the mobile app just goes to complete crap. With but you know, there's the developer preview. There's I mean, that's why they do these things. So that the developers aren't caught with their pants down uh come release day. And I've seen it so many times where it just destroys everything. And maybe that's partly what's happened here. They just got caught with their pants down because uh, I wanted to say it that way. Uh, but developer was saying it works fine on my machine. <laughs> yeah, it just, it amazes me. It amazes me that that they're saying, well, Windows 10, you know, because it's brand new and and nobody knew that it was coming, so we got totally blindsided. So just get a lot of RAM and you should be okay. That's, that's a weak, weak excuse. Yeah, I, they didn't... Even when Crisis first came out, and Crisis was a powerhouse, it melted a lot of PCs to slag. Um, oh, yeah, it, high-end PCs. Yeah, I mean, it really was just a top-of-the-line game, and it was made for hardware that didn't exist yet. <laughs> but for, for two or three years, it was it was the go-to game to test out your new hardware. Yeah, yeah. can you run it? <laughs> you pass. Good that job. Was the benchmark. <laughs> yeah. Can you get to the start screen? Awesome. Um, but even they didn't say, oh, sorry, you just need a new PC. Upgrade your RAM. They they weren't so arrogant as to say that. So. Huh. Um, in other gaming news, the game I'm most looking forward to, Fallout 4, is taking a different approach to distribution this time around. If you buy it on a console, you get the entire game on Blu-ray, right? The entire game's there. If you buy it on PC, it's on DVD. And even if you bought the physical copy and you get it shipped to you, you still have to download half the game from their servers using an activation code. Now, I know why they're doing this. Fallout 3 was hacked and pirated all over the place. Like Like within hours of its release yeah but i don't know have we ever come up with a good way to stop drm or is our is our standing order still just stop trying it's it's always going to be circumvented even this is going to be circumvented we don't know how yet but i'm sure people are already trying to work on it so you know at the risk of sounding like a bitter broken record with sim city and EA. <laughs> Wait, Zoner, you don't like SimCity and EA? They were actually pretty effective. Schmitty, how much the RAM do you have? The way that they had their online-only mode. <laughs> their online-only mode really was effective at stopping unauthorized versions from getting out there. And authorized. Cause you, cause, yeah, and authorized. Because you couldn't play it anyways, whatever. But Especially when upset. they killed net neutrality. 
But my sewers know, are backed up. I don't care if you're trying to get through to emergency services. Maybe we'll see something like that with with Fallout. I don't know. I hope not. What'll probably uh, happen is that someone is going to go out and buy it. They're going to get an activation code. They're going to figure out exactly how the system is downloading the files. Then they're going to take those files, package it up with the DVD, write a script in there that turns your computer into its own web server. When you install it, it's going to look to itself, you know, point to 127.0.0.1 and download the files from itself to install on itself. Yeah, I know it sounds like Inception, but it's how they're going to do it. And yeah, all of that will like be for naught. <laughs> and I'm betting it's within 24 hours of the game being released. Yeah, because yeah. if I was able to come up with that in five minutes, I guarantee someone with a little bit more skill and a lot more knowledge will be able to do it. Yeah. Well, and, and the, the biggest complaint here is that people with not a lot of bandwidth or slow internet aren't going to be able to play the game as soon as they pop the disc in their computer. Yeah, the entire EU is screwed. But, I mean... <laughs> Xbox gets around this by you know you pre-order a game, it down it starts downloading like two days before the game releases. So when as soon as Forza Motorsport Five came out or six, I already had it the the minute that it was released. I already had it to play because my Xbox was downloading it beforehand. They could do something like that and still appease the people that are angry about slow downloads. And get around the whole DRM thing. Um, it, the point the point I'm trying to make is they had more options. They just didn't they didn't look into them or they didn't even try. Agreed. Which is weird because isn't Bethesda usually one of our good ones? Yeah, it was until they started making huge like forty gigabyte games. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, you know, it's it's funny because the. Uh, Pete Hines actually tweeted, uh, he said, the reason that we did this, he said, well, we've been doing this way more or less, doing it this way more or less for 10 plus years seems to be doing okay. Lots of people bought Skyrim, Wolf, etc. Yeah, and lots of people pirated Skyrim and Wolf, etc. So they, they're trying to trying to avoid piracy. It's not going to work. They just need to Give people what they want, and people will be more likely to buy it. Indeed. Uh, our last headline this week comes from Nintendo, who evidently is going about making games the wrong way now. We, we had previously asked, or rather it was asked of us, I think, in, uh, in some feedback, what if Nintendo just stopped making consoles altogether and just focused on making games for other platforms? We thought that'd be a good idea. Evidently, so did they. Because they're coming out with a mobile iOS game. It's called um, Me Tomo, which basically means Me Friends. Now, if you don't know what a Me is, M-I-I, it's your little avatar on Wii. The double I thing. I, I think we're just done with that. <laughs> Can we just like retire that sound? My my Me is probably dead. I haven't. I haven't fed him in a long time. <laughs> it's not a Tamagotchi. <laughs> Your Tamagotchi me? Oh, I, I don't know. See last time did. when he told me to get off the the Wii Fit because I 
was breaking his back or something. <laughs> it's like, ow! I threw him ow. through the window, and then and it was that was the last of our our relationship. So, <laughs> get the hell off me! <laughs> My me is dead to me. <laughs> wow, there's some psychological stuff right there. <laughs> So the idea is is that you'll be able to use this avatar and interact with other me's around you or make new ones. Um, I'm not entirely sure portals. No, you cannot hack their portals, but it is, it does offer in app purchases because of course it does. Nintendo. This is not what we meant. You're doing it wrong. Well, all mobile apps have to have in-app purchases, right? That's the way that the mobile market works now. Or not. <laughs> you know, Nintendo had a real chance here to make a game that you purchase like a standard Nintendo game. Mm-hmm. You know, sell it for five bucks. We pictured a, all the Nintendo classics. Yeah, a, a legitimate Nintendo game for five dollars that I always have on my mobile device. Hey, that's a steal. Not this. This is this might as well be Kim Kardashian's game with the Mario skin patched onto it. It seems like it's just like every other stupid, nonsensical mobile game that took absolutely no time to make, and they're just hoping it's just going to make them money. And the mm-hmm. worst part is, they might be right. <laughs> I hate you, Nintendo. <laughs> Into our favorites. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Mine is a really interesting supercut from Star Wars because everything is Star Wars now. We didn't talk about Star Wars this episode. I was going to jokingly bring it up at the beginning and I forgot. They took the J.J. Abrams trailer from The Force Awakens and took a supercut of different scenes from the original trilogy. Except for one scene they did steal from The Force Awakens because it's just so freaking awesome. It's the geek Vi- Viagra scene. You know what I'm talking about. Um... And it really makes you realize just why you love the original trilogy so much. It really just hits all those nostalgia points and makes you love it all over again. It makes you want to go and watch it again. If I hadn't just finished watching it. So you definitely should check it out. Um, I loved it. You will too. Uh, my favorite is also from Star Wars or for Star Wars. Uh, it is for the uh, new post pre Post quill <laughs> Star Wars the Binks Awakens. Uh awesome trailer. Go check Misa it out. Misa Avenge you, Annie. <laughs> <laughs> you know that Kylo Ren's gonna take off his mask and that's what's gonna happen. Jar Jar will be there. You know, people have been saying his mask looks very duck like. Now we know it's just covering that Gungan beak. Yeah. Yeah. JJ Abrams worst troll ever. <laughs> Uh, I also have a Star Wars related favorite this week. No way. Uh, uh, it's a surprise. Uh, Inside Out comes out on DVD and Blu-ray here shortly. Uh, you guys know the Pixar movie that made a lot of people cry. Um, some people cry repeatedly. Uh, but Disney actually mashed together the Inside Out emotions watching the force awakens trailer that just came out a couple weeks ago and they did it to promote the DVD release of inside out. It's brilliant. It's so fun. Check it out. 
All right. Well, that is our show this week. Um, again, let us know what you're thinking. Give us a call, 801-917-GEEK. Follow us on Twitter. Friend us on Facebook. LO us. Don't LO us. I don't think any of us are even looking at that anymore. Oh, but do check us out on Google+, Plus because we'd love to get some love on there. Uh, until next time, cheers. End of line. Good day. This has been a Stolen Droids Media Production.